Merkel Media. You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? It's sick, but I'm lacking a placement. Thoughts as I rap in the basement, but my come up is legend, is greatness. I don't care now, it's pedal to the metal. I can never quit now, I will never settle. Puppet to the game, I'm pulling strings like Geppetto. We in the same game, but I'm on a different level. I passed it. Gotta keep grinding till I'm laid up in the casket. No fake round, but you feeling too plastic. Yeah, y'all feeling too plastic. They say my style crazy, but then it's straight jacket. Wow. Why you still testing my patience? Trying to turn me into something I ain't trying to be. All the hate is a heavy rotation. You gon' lose yourself, quit testing me. Don't make me lose my mind. Don't make me lose my mind. James Harden in his game um, again after the after the hangover game on Monday, uh, where clearly in the second half he lost all of his steam. Um, I think Harden struggles with teams like this, the Orlando Magic, the same way he struggled in the playoffs last year with the uh, Toronto Raptors. Guys that are that are six eleven that can switch everything. They can really eliminate the pick and roll. They can really you know. It, there's points where he's he's isoing a uh, seven foot five. Um, bowl, bowl, you know what I mean? It's just so, so many weird matchups for Harden, uh, and he struggles with that. But in this game, I was saying in the first half, here, here's you know, I thought he was struggling a little bit with, with them switching on all the screens, and he kind of runs out of options. But the second half, he really came around. Uh, he had 16 points in the second half, he was four for six from three in the second half, which is massive, uh, especially you know, again, when a team's trying to do everything they can to stop Joel B. That's the dynamic that Joel B's missed his whole career is another guy, you know, I, I, he get, Joel has gotten so much scrutiny and he's not free from all scrutiny. He definitely has games where it's like, what the hell are you doing? Or come on, like, where's the effort? But for the most part in the biggest games in the playoffs, like you go back to the Toronto Raptors game where they held him to like one point And, you know, this guy was trying to play with a point guard that was not a threat from the perimeter for five years. So he finally has, James Harden. He finally has an, uh, not a superstar anymore, but uh, he's on an MVP list. He's still an elite facilitator. And if his three-point shot, is, he's shooting a three better than he has since 2011 right now. So that's just massive to go from a guy that is terrified to even take a shot to a guy that is one of the best facilitators, one of the best passers I've ever seen and is a 40% three-point shooter right now. Um so I just think Joel finally has that guy, and if James can keep keep this level of play going, this is really all you need from James Harden, in my opinion. To the the twenty five point triple double, and in the fourth quarter when it when things get tight and they start throwing the kitchen sink at Joel Embiid, you know what I mean? You we need you to do something. We need you to step up and and make something happen. And he did it tonight. Sixteen points in the second half, four for six from three. So James Harden, uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. What do you guys think about James in this game? Yeah, it was awesome. He he's kind of just been that guy this year, and uh, a huge step forward for me that I've seen is him looking more comfortable off the catch and shoot. That's a huge deal for a guy that has 
actively run away from it at points. And, and even last season, after coming to the Sixers, looked super uncomfortable whenever the opportunity came. Like, he just is more natural off his step back, which obviously is patented move. But that hasn't fully been the case. He knocked down uh, two catch-and-shoot ones tonight. He's willing, and especially when teams are going to throw the house at Embiid, those looks are there. And if Harden can capitalize on them, that's massive. And so much of his game, uh, I talked. we talked about this, James, a lot, but it's like, it feels like it's either a good or a bad game for Harden, depending on whether those three pointers go in. And tonight, like he was six for ten, it was awesome. Uh, he also, it was a weird game for Harden because he had the the seven turnovers, but he had I, I think none in the fourth quarter. He, yeah, definitely none in the uh, the fourth quarter. So he kind of cut it out in crunch time. And I'm also going to kind of take that just based on like a lot of them were him trying like the the high risk kind of deep outlet passes, which are basically how his version of kind of picking up the pace, like. He's never going to be a super pacey guy, but he can just kind of have that that outlet pass that opens things up. And, and when it works, it's super effective and big time. So I'll take him going out shooting. And I've been very happy with the uh, the version of James Harden that we've seen this year. And if this continues in the postseason, I think the Sixers have a, are in pretty good shape. Yeah, I, I've actually been loving what I've seen from Harden this year. Um, it's really nice to root for him when he's playing like this. It's it's a lot of fun. I feel like we haven't had that like that guard that's been able to do this. Obviously, Maxi to a different level, but uh, Harden's an All Star this year, man. He, he's almost eight attempts per game, and he's shooting nearly forty percent from three. Uh, it's it's lovely to watch because we just haven't had that presence before, and even later in the in the year last year, we had glimpses of it. You know, even in the playoffs with the heat game where he went off in the, in the fourth quarter and he had those type of runs. It's been pretty consistent this year where when the heat is on uh, Joel, when they're double or triple teaming Joel, he's been able to really take over uh, when, when the game is basically handed over to him, he's been able to handle it really well himself. So, you know, as a facilitator, you see him basically control the game and the pace of the game in the first half. And then seeing in the second half, him being able to take over and make, tough shots uh, and him expanding the repertoire from almost exclusively off the dribble threes to Sean, you pointed out multiple catch and shoot tonight, which is essential to him kind of fitting into the offense um, as a score averaging over 11 assists per game. I- I've just been super happy to see what he's been able to do this year. And when you talk about, we talked about how disrespected uh, Joel Embiid has been over his career the last couple of years uh, as a superstar, James Harden fits in that category just as well. Uh, and so it's really nice to see them kind of both find that bond there and, and they've been really playing well off of each other. So just really nice to watch and another great game from Harden tonight where he was able to to finish it off with a couple of threes late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the catch and shoot is is huge, man. I remember so many times last season, it was like he played for 10 straight years where he was just the guy with the ball in his hands. And then all of a sudden he has to, you know, play an offense that's centered around Joel Embiid and kicking it out and swinging it. And so many times you would see him catch the ball on an open three and just like hesitate and take a dribble. Like he didn't know how to play like that. Like, what do I do in this situation? So yeah, I definitely have to give him credit. Not just, not just doing what he did this off season, you know, uh, with finally having a full off season of, of workouts and, and getting in the shape that he got in. He just has so much more bounce and elevation on his jump shot this season. It, the burst to the, to the rim, finishing at the rim. Uh, but I do. I definitely think he really worked on catching and shooting uh, yeah. this off season. There was a couple possessions tonight, like the the ones that you said, that really shot clock running down. Everything's going haywire. Like somebody, you know, what's happening? And Harden just catches the ball out there and, and bails us out. So it's definitely nice to have him be able to do that. Uh, also, I think he in the past couple of seasons since the uh, Trey Young slash James Harden rule change in the NBA. Mm-hmm. 
he's just not getting love from officials at all anymore. Um, and I, not only is he not getting the ones that he clearly forces and leans in and, and hooks the arm and throws his arms up, there's a lot of fouls that he's just not getting at all. And there's games where he gets frustrated. And, you know, last Monday night, there was one where he drove in, missed a layup, laid out of bounds, and the Magic got a three on the other end because they were playing four on five. And I was so mad at James Harden in that during that little situation. But uh, I think tonight he put his head down and said, like, you know, I got to put the ball in a hoop. You know what I mean? Whether the officials give me the call or not, I got to put the ball in a hoop. I didn't really see him doing too much like flopping and yelling at officials. A couple times he did, but maybe the magic overshadowed it for me because, good Lord, those dudes, I'm, I, I know people on the outside are going to say, wow, a Sixers fan calling someone else a flop artist, but what did I just watch? Yeah. Dude, the Wagner brothers, uh, uh, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, like these guys were flopping all over the court, just flailing, screaming. I thought it was embarrassing, honestly, for him at, at certain points. Even Bancaro on a situation where he missed a layup over Embiid and then he flopped on the layup, then Embiid got the rebound and he flopped again on the rebound. I'm like, what are these dudes doing? So maybe they overshadowed it. Maybe they took away the flopping from Harden and Embiid, but I definitely think Harden was more locked in and trying to put the ball in a hoop tonight versus, you know, kind of trying to rely on a foul call. Yeah. And uh, both Harden and Embiid kind of have that tendency to when things are going bad to uh, overexert themselves trying to get a call. And, and for Harden, I, I, it was way worse last year for me. Like, I think when he didn't have that kind of liftoff or burst when attacking the rim, he would kind of result to just kind of like throwing himself at a guy's chest and hoping for a call. And there hasn't been as much that there's been him creating like legitimate separation and being able to get a shot off at the rim. And, and as a result, that's uh, occurring just obviously points from him scoring that way and just real fouls coming his way when he's not kind of seeking it out as much. Like they naturally come when you drive to the basket. That's how things work in the, the game of basketball is when guys can't stop you, they foul you. And, and, that's how it is, and that's kind of like the cycles come back to James Harden in the, in the proper way that way. So at their worst, there's definitely a ton of like laying on the ground uh, behind the play uh, for both Embiid and Harden. But uh, tonight, I didn't think it was bad, and when they're both locked in, uh, it works out. So as long as that stays out and the better the vibes are, I think the greater chance of that. So hopefully they're, they're up and on their feet as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, Harden, I feel like when, when it's a bad Harden game, it's when the the reaching for fouls or looking for foul calls is the pinnacle of his offense. Like when, when that's an addition, when it's a supplement, um, when he's able to draw fouls, cause he's very skilled at it. Like I think people kind of, they, they discredit getting fouled because it seems like a cop out when really it's, it's a skill when Harden is, is using that as the supplement or the secondary portion of his drives to the basket, or he's really good at drawing the fouls on the three point shots too. Sometimes it might be an offensive foul, but he drags the arm. He moves the feet. Yeah, it's tactical. It's it's intentional. Uh, and when he's able to do that as you know the additional part to his offense, it's when it becomes an advantage. But when he's looking for that and it's he's trying to start his offense up by going for the fouls or getting to the free throw line, I think is where they both get in trouble, him and Embiid. Because when you don't get it, then you just get pissed and you try to you know figure something else out or yell at the ref and convince them. Um, but yeah, tonight is a night where both of them, Embiid right away too, a lot of like just straight dropped steps into Mo Wagner's chest and Wendell Carter. And both of those guys are looking to yell or, you know, draw an offensive foul or do something crazy when Embiid is just better than them. And, and Harden at times is just better than Gary Harris or Jalen Suggs, whoever's guarding him on the perimeter. So I think tonight it was just more of put your head down. You guys are better than them. Get to the rim at your, at your ease because it's going to be easy at times. 
Um, so it's really nice. It's just so much more fun to watch them both when they're attacking the rim and then getting the fouls as a result of that rather than looking for the fouls to begin with. Yeah, man, absolutely. On the money. Uh, I think that's one thing that also frustrated me on Monday, you know, was you guys are just better than them. And Joel Embiid, especially on Monday, I know he put up 30 points, I think, but uh, that's, oh, what did it, 25? Did he have 30? I don't remember. But um, did he have 30? I think yeah, so. And that's, yeah, it's, it's, such a, it's such a blessing to have a player that can drop 30, and I hate what he did. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'm, but in within the game, it was there were so many times, yeah, where they're, you know, uh, looking at the refs and things like that when it's really like, dude, it's it's Wendell Carter Jr. It's it's Franz Wagner, you know, just get down there and put the ball in the hoop. And tonight, Joel Embiid, a lot of times, especially in the first half, until they really, Magic really started to try to get creative and run some kind of zones or some like double teams from the backside and front them and all kinds of things like that in the second half. In the first half, he was just, I mean, like I said, I think I said just hit square. You know what I mean? Like on 2K, like, dude, just get him in the right position and literally hit square. His Your shoulder will just move him out of the way. I grew up watching, uh, you know, Shaquille O'Neal and players like that. It was, it's not, the, it's not as forceful as Shaquille O'Neal. Obviously, it's probably the biggest shoulder that ever existed, but he, a drop step was so totally impossible. And the player would like fly into the first row and it wasn't a foul because he's turned into the basket. And people always wanted an offensive foul, but Joel needs to play more like that uh, against guys like this that clearly, you know, can't guard you until you get into the playoffs against teams that you know the Boston Celtics that are going to have guys that are that can strategically defend you and have size and things like that. But when you're yeah, when you're playing against these guys, man, just get in the paint and do a drop step. And he did that tonight. Um, and <laughs> Wagner, man, I just don't think I've hated an NBA player as much. And I've, <laughs> I haven't watched the Wagner brothers play intently. I think this is the first time I really just watched them play. Oh my goodness. This guy's like screaming before Joel even makes the move. Yeah. 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 It's nice when Joel, we, we just kind of see that version of him because we've seen his progression into kind of like this, this wing in a center's body is basically the way he plays. But there's times where it's nice where he remembers like, Wait a minute. I'm seven foot two and 285 pounds. Like I can put a guy into the stanchion if I want to. And, uh, he does and he can do it. And it's also like you see the versatility in it. Like a uh, flashback to that Nuggets game. And he, he really did pretty much none of the post work. It was all taking Jokic on an island, taking one on one, dropping the jump shots over him. Cause that's one of the rare, uh, big men that can kind of look him in the eye and he can't really move in the same way. And then look at him when he has that undersized matchup where he can still capitalize in it. So. That is what makes Joel special is he has those layers to him. He can do a little bit of everything. And I, I do love it when he just kind of has that, like, I'm so much bigger than you. I can do whatever I want, and I'm, I'm going to go get to the basket. There's nothing you can do about it. And there was a lot of that tonight, more so than we've really seen for pretty much most of this season. So it was awesome. I like those flashbacks. Yeah. It, for him and, and Harden both, I think it was kind of just getting back to basics tonight, like kind of what I pointed out originally. It's just It's just what they do. Instead of trying to make it more complicated than it has to be, when uh, when they can obviously the Magic are throwing different sets and different coverages at Joel and trying to make life hard on him, but they move the ball quick enough, get the ball back to Embiid in a you know in an advantageous space. There's really no one in the world that can guard him, let alone a Mo Wagner or a Wendell Carter Jr. or a Mo Baba. Like those guys really don't have a, sh- a chance, um, especially when they're on an island. The rare chances that they are on an island. So it was nice to see him just kind of take advantage of that when it was there. Um, and then there's other times I really like that. Um, the play when he starts on the wing and gets that head start, catches yeah. it downhill and get like, there's no one that can get in front of him and, and make a play. And a lot of times he does get fouled and doesn't get the call, but, um, going strong to the rim, him attacking the basket, 
uh, smart, you know, high IQ in in those spaces because sometimes you can get a little out of hand and you know run through charges and things of that nature. But getting back to basics tonight, Joel, even though it was a pretty light night for him, twenty eight, which is you know crazy to say is a light night for him, but uh, didn't have to play a lot of the fourth quarter, which is nice. They were able to to get ahead um, with him off the court, but still just a really super solid night from him all around. Test me, test me, test me.